Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 226. Hoping you guys are doing well. It is, uh, what is it? Thursday. Thursday evening, about 9.15 p.m. It's a little early today, um, because uh, I'm running some programs on my computer, so basically I'm, I'm useless in there <laughs> right now, uh, I said, let me come out here now and, and do the podcast. Hoping you guys are doing well. Hope everything is 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 good. You guys are staying safe. Um. Uh, so today we uh, ended up picking up Santana's Chromebook from school. I don't know if how many people. I don't know how popular that is. If that's a thing. Um. Other places, I think Texas does it. Some places, the cities probably don't do it. I'm not sure, but um, I first saw that here when my daughter was well. She wasn't even in elementary school; she was in middle school, and she got her first laptop that she could bring back and forth to uh, to school. <clears throat> and um, and it was kind of cool because she was able to do her, her homework, and that's when I kind of saw the whole transition into the internet I remember because they locked them out of um, like social media and stuff like that but these kids are too smart they figured that out <laughs> they figured out how to how to crack it and get into social media but I think um, I think they're a little more um, secured now I'm not sure but I, I'm gonna assume um, also a lot of the programs that they have should be um, in the cloud I don't think they're going to have too many programs that will be uh, just stuff that they load up. Maybe the basics. I don't know. Even that. Even the basics like Windows and uh, Word. All those uh, Office. All those things might just be in the cloud if I would I would think so. You know? Uh, because the schools uh, would get that stuff for free, I believe. Or at an extreme discount. You know? Um, but yeah, so we went and uh, we had to drive over to Santana's Elementary School. And uh, we got, you know, there's no getting out because she's going to do 100%. Her and King, my grandson, they're going to be doing 100% virtual. So they will not be making any appearances in school until this crap is over. Yeah, we're not going to take the chance. Man, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, people say, well, you know, how are you going to risk your kids going to school how are you going to do that? What kind of parents do that? But, you know, yeah, I would never do it. I would not. It would not be a second question. Um, but I pretty much have the luxury to do that. I don't have a boss that's threatening me that if I don't get into work, that I'm going to lose my job. So I can't chastise people or talk down on them 
who have no choice but to go to work. Now, those who are sending their kids home just because they don't want to bother with the whole homeschooling and they just kind of want their own little free time, well, those parents, I think, are full of shit. And I hope to God that these kids don't get sick, you know? But, yeah, those are some really crummy parents, the ones who are doing it for that reason. But, but the ones who have no choice, well, you know what? They're going to do the best they can. I'm sure nobody wants to put their kids in harm's way, you know? So, uh, you know, wrap those kids up. Teach them. No, don't just wait for the school to teach them. You teach them as well. Make them precautious. I think this is, uh, uh, you know, I, I think if, uh, if all the parents chip in and they teach their kids, I think everybody will kind of... Uh, kind of kind of obey the rules you know keep that social distancing uh intact you know why why risk it it's it's scary man it's scary you know you're sending your kids there in hopes that everyone is uh following the rules but remember your kid could be following the rules and then somebody else could not that's where the danger comes in someone else could be taking off their mask or playing here or touching this or doing you know so it's it's scary. It's scary, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, so it was a long line with the cars and we just basically I mean I I, I basically put the car in park, that's how long we were there and then finally it started to roll in and because um, they had to go get everybody's name and go and check for the computer and um, then bring them out and and then we finally got it, so that was cool. Um, they're supposed to have given me they were gonna do me a favor and give me King's uh, packet because the so the second graders, the third graders were today, and the, the kindergartens, kindergarteners are tomorrow, which means that we got to make another trip out there, you know. So, um, but, uh, um, but yeah. So you know, so we went, we picked up, uh, we picked up her computer, and she didn't care. I was like, oh look, your computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, I don't get, I don't get these kids, man. I would have been psyched, right? <laughs> you know, um, my daughter was very into the computer. That's the only thing with these kids here. They're so into the phone, like the computer to them is like the old black and white TV. Is like, why the hell do I want that? I can do everything right here, you know. Um, then after that, we went out, did some shopping, did a little running around. Uh, we stay in the car, me and Santana. Angel goes and puts on her. Her costume and her mask, and she goes out there and uh, does the shopping, whatever we need. So uh, we just pray that you know we, we just want to get through this. We're, we're not out there, you know, disrespecting or disobeying the rules. Where so I don't I, I don't want to get sick. I don't want nobody I know get sick. You know, um, I saw yesterday they were talking about it was in Miami, I believe. Or no, no, they were in Hialeah. And it was a father-son doctor team. Well, they weren't a team, but they were both doctors. And they both got sick, and they both passed away. And it was crazy because, you know, you see the, the rest of the family on the couch. I think they must have been Cuban. Um, yeah, they look Cuban. Um, and um, beautiful home. They look really educated, like educated kids. I think they were all going for, like, being doctors. And... Um, what a blow would that be, huh? Is that how crazy? He said that the father's uh, lungs were destroyed, that there was there was no uh, coming back on this. You know, it was horrible, man. It's horrible, and um, 
you know, those kind of blows. And then, you know, then you had the son who, um, who he went. And I think they were like five weeks apart when they died. So, so heartbreaking, so heartbreaking. And you're talking about doctors, you know, come on, man, doctors, front, front of the front lines, you know, and so crazy, so crazy. So, you know, prayers out to their family, sad situation. You know, my daughter works in the hospital, so I'm constantly, constantly uh, worried about her. And she's young, she's 19 years old, and you know, sometimes the young kids, they don't listen, man, as far as they, they, they know, they're invincible, they think... And uh, she's smart. She's smart, but I worry. She's in Germany. I can't. I can't see what she's doing. And whatever I tell her, it still gets taken like I'm her father. Now, when she turns 20 and maybe not 20, 30, she might listen to me. <laughs> you know, it's when they become like 50 and 60 when they uh, uh, start going back and start uh, listening to everything you were saying. You know. Uh, but uh, those things scare me. But you know, what do we do? We need these people on the front lines. Like, you know, how is this? How is this done? They, they, they deserve. You know, I, I wish I was a hero like that. You know, you got soldiers, you have police officers, you have nurses and doctors, and you have all these people that um, are first responders. All these people that, um, in my opinion, are true heroes. True heroes. These are people. They're not there, you know, fighting the bad guy. They're not, or not all of them at least. They're not, you know, it's not the evil villain, you know, uh, Skeletor. They're not going after Skeletor. Uh, they're going out. They're going for something uh, much stronger and, and worse because it's invisible, you know. So um, those are some serious heroes, and you know, knowing that's out there, knowing what they're up against, um, the best they can do is cover themselves up and try to practice you know what they are you know uh the whole social distancing and stuff in hopes in hopes that they don't contract this disease and it's um and you know from what i'm seeing even doctors come on you know doctors especially if it's an older doctor how 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 careful must he have been i bet you he was you know careful to an annoying level. I could I could believe this. I could seriously believe that uh, to a to a whole other level. Now I didn't see anybody talk about that, so I don't know for sure, but I could pretty much imagine. Think about it. it's a doctor first, you know, f- f- totally on the front of the line and um and then he's older. So you know, he and he's seen, he's seen what it's doing. So it's not like it's a mystery. It's not like you know, it's it's this. Uh, it might happen, or we don't know if it's true. No, he's he's watching. He's watching this. He's watching all this go down. You know, so <clears throat> yeah, scary situation. You know, I was sitting in my car today and uh, waiting for Angel. She went in the store, and it's just weird because you're seeing everybody walk around with mask. And I don't know if you remember, but I do. How weird mask were. Michael Jackson used to wear it, remember? And uh I mean I was always I always thought he wore it to um to you know not to get anything in his throat because he's about ready to do a concert or what you know that's his that's a valuable tool tool. So yeah. 
that makes a lot of sense for him to to cover up. Um, and then we would be in the airports, and you always saw the Asians. So a lot of times you saw Asians. Sometimes you'll see older people with the mask on, and it, you know it look. You know they they attracted a lot of attention because you don't know like. Are you worried about us? Are you sick and you don't want us to catch it? Are you just that arrogant that you don't want anybody else's germs or what do you call it, germaphobe? Germaphobe, you know? And now I'm sitting in the car and I'm just watching older people, young people, workers, drivers, uh, children, the elderly. Uh, policemen, mailmen, clerks, barbers, all these people wearing masks. Like, it's nothing now. Now, now, if you don't wear a mask, like, we have to drive up because we grabbed some food. So we went over to a uh, cookout, grabbed a burger, some onion rings. And when I'm pulling up right away, I grab my mask, put my mask on because a couple of times I went. And I ordered food and went to do the drive-thru and I totally forgot and I felt out of place and I also felt embarrassed to just like now all of a sudden grab it and put it on. So instead I just kind of grabbed my food fast and took off but um, and I keep my mask you know hanging on my steering wheel so it's on my uh, my blinking lights you know and um and um, I forgot but you know so today you know right away as soon as I got I put my order in I threw my mask on you know and um and that's when you know, you start seeing, you, you know, you feel odd now without it on, you know. And then I remember before all of this kicked up, kicked off, I started to say to myself when, when they started doing all this, I said, this is so crazy because I said this and it's, it feels like I said this yesterday. But no, I said this like towards the beginning. I said, you're going to know when this shit is serious, when the, the people in the commercials are wearing masks. And boom, what do you what do you know? Next thing you know, you, you, I'm watching a UPS commercial and the people are there. I'm looking at the commercial with a flower shop. The lady's wearing a mask. You're seeing people walk down the street wearing masks, people waving, walking their dogs wearing a mask. And, and it's like, holy cow, it's real. This shit is real, you know? So, but... Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's crazy. It's like the whole world is just, it's just changing. It's just changing. Now I'm, I'm curious as to how's it going to be when this is over? Like, are people going to still wear their mask? I, I know for sure that they'll be wearing their mask for a while afterwards, but I don't know if people will keep their mask on. I think some will, and it won't be that strange anymore. Um... People might continue to wear masks like airports, bus terminals, maybe cruise ships, you know, anywhere where there's maybe when they go to um, concerts, you know, I could see that. I could see that happening. It's strange. It almost makes it feel like we're vulnerable, you know, Uh, but I guess we are. I guess we are vulnerable in a way. You know, and then you see the social distancing, like people are not obeying that now most of the time. I mean, I'm seeing these 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 concerts and just, 
you know, thing is that some people, you know, feel that they're immune to it. That it's just, it's not going to get them. You know, I, if I was younger, uh, I hate to say this, guys. I probably would have had that mentality as a kid. I wasn't, you know, I thought I was immortal. I did shit. I remember, I remember, you know, bragging to this girl saying, yeah, I never got arrested. I've never been arrested in my life. And then getting arrested like a week later. <laughs> and then like every week after that, you know, so I remember that, you know. I remember doing drugs and saying, seeing all these people get high and get, get you know, hooked on shit. And I always just say, I'll never get hooked, man. I'll, that'll never happen. I'll never, next thing you know, I'm hooked, you know. I remember I was always a skinny kid. Skinny as hell. I didn't even know. I used to be able to eat. I used to brag about that. People say, I hate you. All the fat people. I hate you. I'm looking at everything you're eating and you, you don't even gain a, a, an ounce. And, and it was true. I didn't. And I went like that for a very long time. You know, what's crazy is that my son, he makes fun of me. He goes, yo, man, you got to lose weight, man. You got you to do some walking, man. Take the dog out. Take you, you Angel, and, and the dog go out. Take a walk. Man. Take, I'm like, man, I'm busy, man. <laughs> he's right. However, he's not even 30 yet. And the dude's like, but he's a big dude. Like, Adam's like 6'3". And he's definitely over 300 pounds, you know. I'm six, and I'm over 300 pounds. So, yeah, my shit just looks bigger because I'm shorter, you know. But um, I told him, I said, yo, man, when I was your age, I was still lean and mean, you know. When I got with Andrew, I think, what, what was I, 35? I think when I got with Andrew, I had just turned 35 or just turned 35. I forgot. She'll remember. <laughs> she remembers. But, um, man, I was like, you know, I was still freaking, I was, I was thin. I, I had a little, I wasn't skinny anymore. I was pretty, you know, I was pretty solid, um, but I was still doing a lot of running around. I was still, I was in New York, you know, you walked everywhere. Even when you took the train, you got off the train, you walked here, you walked there. Even though I drove towards the end, I drove a lot, but you still moved around. You still still moved around quite a bit. You know, I told my son, man, I said, don't talk, man, because I was not that big when I was your age. It took a while, actually, I don't think I started really getting big until I was like 45. So I think that I've only been fat for maybe 10 years. I've been a fatty. I've been a fatty maybe 10 years, but yeah, that's too long though. <laughs> you know, so, but uh, yeah, man. Anyway, other than that, everything else is cool. Um, outside, it's kind of kind of humid. I can feel the bugs kind of chewing on my ankles. I got my shorts on and. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have to throw some alcohol. They're gonna mess me up tonight. And um, other than that, everything else is cool. Uh, once again, man, stay safe out there. I appreciate you guys who uh, tune into the podcast every night or every other night or once a week. Whatever, whatever you, whatever you give me, you have no clue of how much I appreciate it. So please do not stop. Um, and you know, it's it's a lot of work coming on here and without really much happening except for what I read about stuff on the news or stuff that's very basic in my home um, and that's all I have to really talk about you know uh, but you guys are still tuning in quite a few of you too and I appreciate that you know and um, uh, I just I just look forward to really 
are coming to you later on with some really serious value, like really, you know, give you some stuff to really make you think or maybe 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 help you take action or fulfill a dream or fulfill a goal or, you know, anything, anything that I can do. You know, I hope I hope I can get to that point, you know, so. But all right, guys, listen, that's it, man. Like I said, cover up, keep those hands sanitized, watch them kids, check up on the elderly and tomorrow until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.